you know, who have the virus. Like, I actually know people who have died from the virus. So, um, you know, or complications um, associated with this, with this virus. So, you know, definitely continue to, it's serious, it's real, um, continue to pray. Um, one of the things that I said online was that, you know, we, we, have, we cannot live, we cannot live in a state of fear. You know what I'm saying? We, we um, have to pray. We are believers, you know. So when you are a believer, you know, you have God, you have faith. So you're not go. you don't need to live in fear. And I mean, and that's not to say that you shouldn't wear a mask. That's not to say you shouldn't, you know, take the necessary precautions, like they're saying, you know, wash your hands, you know, be careful, you know, uh, social distancing and all that stuff. But, you know, at the same time, you should not be living in fear. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you if you are if you know God and you you know what I'm saying, you have faith and that's what it is. So you don't need to live in fear. So um, so I'll say that. Uh, continue to pray, um, but also you know just stay vigilant, man. You know I believe that. You know I mean not I believe we we have a corrupt system. We have a corrupt government. We have a an evil government. This is an evil world. This is an evil society. So. Just, man, stay vigilant, man. Stay woke. I hate that phrase, but for lack of a better term, really stay woke, man, because there's going to be this, um, I believe there's going to be a, um, you know, a, a uh, what do you call it, a, um, uh, you know, like a vaccination that's going to be coming out, that's going to be made available, and I believe that eventually there's going to try to be like a, uh, you know, a mandatory, you know, thing associated with this, with this uh Vaccination, this vaccine. So you know what I'm saying. Who knows? What, I mean, you know, I mean personally, I'm not, I'm not taking any. I don't get the flu shot. I'm not taking any Corona vaccine. But y'all, y'all can do what you want to do. But just stay, stay vigilant, man. You know, do your research. You know, talk to people that you know. Talk to people that you trust. And you know, a lot of times, sometimes it's best to turn off the TV. Sometimes it's best to not rely 100% on the news. So, like I said, I got a lot to talk about today. So I don't want to talk about that too much. But just. Keep your heads up out here, man. It's crazy. You know, they got the, um, you know, the the, the uh, quarantine is in, in effect. Uh, you know, a lot of places are just on straight lockdown. And, um, you know, this is stuff. If you guys listen to me, man, if y'all have been listening to me over the years, you know, I've been talking about this stuff for a while. I didn't know how it was going to come, come about, but, you know, things like martial law and stuff, this is stuff you guys have heard me talking about for the last 10, 15 years. And, you know, it seems like, for all intents and purposes, that's kind of where we're at. Who knows what's coming after us? But that's, you know, essentially, you know, what, what's going on, man. So just um, just be careful. Stay stay prayed up. And, uh, you know, and that's what it is. Uh, I'll say this uh, before I get into it. Um, this has been a tough year, you know, for, for me personally. Um, I know for a lot of people with everything that's going on and, um, but specific, you know, a lot of you know, my dad died this year, my, a few months ago, or a month, literally last month. Um, you know, Kobe Bryant died, who was my favorite player. You know what I'm saying? And then we have this, 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 you know, lockdown situation. Just, it's just this is a new normal. I mean, I'm walking around through a grocery store, and people got a mask, and like I'm talking about, not even just masks, like gas masks. Like it's like a movie out here. And it's like just people are just operating totally differently, man. It's a lot of craziness, man. People getting stuck up, you know, people running around. I mean, not that that doesn't happen all the time, but just people are, you know, people don't have money. People are, are, are you know, they're not, they don't have any money coming in. 
You know what I'm saying? Which is scary in and of itself. But um, you just got to pray, man. But so, yeah, this is a tough year for me, tough year for everybody, man. So I just wanted to acknowledge that, um, you know, hopefully everybody, uh, you know, comes out of this whole thing um, okay and, and hopefully even better than, you know, better than before. Um, one of the, speaking of speaking of the hood, I mean, it's funny. Just a, literally a few mon- uh, a few minutes ago, my uh, one of my frat brothers shared this. Uh, my LB actually, Sam, shared a video of uh, of Gilly, you know, Gilly the kid, it, it, you know, talking about niggas, you know, niggas in the hood. And you guys know me; I talk about that stuff a lot. And I was going to mention that today, but it's like. My thing is this way. Let me tell you what he said. This is what he said on his. I don't know if y'all follow him on IG, but uh, on IG he was saying that one of his, his his young his young dudes was like, "Yo, man, what you think about this whole 5G? What you think about this?" And he was like, "And it's somebody who's in the streets, you know, maybe selling drugs or whatever, living a, a street life." And he's like, "Yo, man, he's like, how you worried about 5G when you in the streets?" He's like, "You need to be worried about." He said, like, "You need to be worried about 1G, like one gangster, you know what I'm saying? Like, or you know what I'm saying?" And you know, taking you out, and that is where we struggle, I think, you know, these street dudes, like, I, I used to live in the hood, you know what I'm saying, like, literally, like, I lived in the hood, you know, um, I didn't grow up in the hood, but I used to live in, like, in the middle of, like, I everything I'm talking about, like, I've seen firsthand, um, and I do a lot of business in the hood now, you know what I'm saying, I do a lot of deals, like, in the hood, and I see a lot of things, and, you know, this whole, you know, the mentality is, is not where it should be. You know, these, these cats out here, man, they're not worried about, you know, the coronavirus. You know, these dudes, they're not worried about 5G. You know, their whole mindset is on something else. And, I, and, and I'll be honest with you, rightfully so. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, and I think belabor this, but, a lot of people who live in, who are outside of the hood, are going to be more tuned into what's being projected on the news, what's being projected, you know what I'm saying, on the radio, on social media. But when you're in the hood, when you're living that that street lifestyle, you're going to be worried about what you see. You're going to be worried about what you inter, who you interact with on a daily basis. And it's like you have, I'll be honest, with you, you have more of a chance of dying in the hood than you do, you know, getting the coronavirus and dying from corona. Like that's just a fact. You have more chance of getting killed or stuck up or robbed in the hood than you do with any of this stuff that's going on right now. I mean, the real, I mean, not to not to minimize it because it is serious. But this, I mean, if you if you're wearing a mask now, why weren't you wearing a mask during flu season? Thousands, not as many people died during the flu season. I get that, but literally thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people die from the flu every single year, and it's highly contagious. And if you have a compromised immune system, you can die from the flu. So it's just like, if you're healthy, you know what I mean? I, it's like when you try to tell people, like, yo, these dudes in the hood, we got, you know what I'm saying, the stuff that's going on in the hood, we're our worst enemy. People look at you like you're crazy. But, oh, you got to wear your mask. Wear, like, no. People are being killed every single day. People are dying every single day from street violence. You know? So does that mean people should start wearing bulletproof vests? I mean, maybe so. I don't know, man. It's, 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 you know, I'm just saying we gotta be, we gotta do better. You know, we have to do better. You know, yeah, definitely protect yourself from COVID-19 when you can. Try to mentor some of these kids. Try to steer some of these young women. You know, little girls out here looking up to Cardi B and Beyonce. 
Like, like if y'all just tuned in, I'm talking today about the real reasons you're single, and it's all connected. How to find love, it's all connected. You know what I mean? Because it starts when you're young. You know, finding a good man starts with reaching out to these young boys. You know, finding love starts with, you know, how you act as a little girl, because how you act as a little girl is going to deter- be determined, or is going to determine how you are as a adult. You know, and, you know, I see little girls out here twerking. I'm going to talk about TikTok in a little bit. You know what I mean? We got all this stuff going on out here, and it's crazy. You know what I mean? People want to wonder, like, why, why, why don't these guys want to marry me? How come nobody wants to put a ring on my finger? Well, I'm going to tell you. Oh, trust and believe. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Can I, can I just, I'm still, I haven't been live in a little bit. Y'all got, you know what I'm saying? Man, it's a lot to talk about. Can I talk about Trump just for a second? You know what I mean? Can I can I talk about Donald Trump for a minute? My my, my frat brothers get on me, man. They say you're a Trump supporter. I say yeah, that's funny. I said people, y'all know, y'all know. It's not about supporting Trump. This whole situation is about understanding what's going on. You know, for those who are new, those who don't understand, Donald Trump is nothing more than a puppet. Okay. Barack Obama was nothing more than a puppet. The, it, any president you see coming before or after is a puppet. Corporations are running this country. Corporations are calling the shots. Uh, money dictates legislation, you know. And so, what? But you know, all that being said, I said I said on Facebook, and this is a pretty quote unquote controversial post. I don't even know what that means, but it's a real post. I said, but this is what I said. This was a couple of weeks ago. I said for black folk to hate Trump so much. People sure love that these stimulus checks are coming out. You know what I mean? I got all these, these you know, not my president hashtags and this and that. And it's like, whoa. Yeah, and the people responding will say, well, you know, the checks aren't coming from Donald Trump. The, Trump, the, the checks are coming from the, 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 the Congress and the House of Representatives. They had the vote. It's like, yo, come on, man. Listen, they're all coming from the same place with the same agenda. You know, it's no, it's no different. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but this whole battle between Democrats and Republicans, guess what? They're all controlled by the same people, okay? That's just what it is. But like I said, it was, I just found it funny, though, because you don't I've, – I've seen those posts, you know, be curtailed a little bit over the last few few weeks since this whole thing. It's like, oh, you know, again, you said you what? You're sending me how much? You, you feel what I'm saying? Take down some of those images. Not Stop going live with these filters. Well, let me ask you a question, Luke, and I've asked this question in the past, but – you know, let me just ask a question. What purpose does it serve to go live and not say anything? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know what y'all do. Like, y'all just, like some of y'all would just go live and stare at the screen. Like, you'll have your, you'll have your shirts open, right? You'll have your shirt open. You'll, you'll have all this makeup on. It'll be like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night, and you just log on to things. I'm just going live, and people, all the men will comment, Tell you to you know take something off and show a nipple or you look so sexy you're so beautiful check your DMs like all these these little sexual comments and it's like you're acting like you're annoyed by it that's the irony these women will go live and they'll act like they're annoyed by the attention and the irony is that you're only doing it for attention like what are you what are you acting annoyed for. You're the one going live and not saying anything. So the only thing you're doing it for is attention. So how are you upset that people are commenting different things? That's what you want. And I just I'm, I'm I don't say a lot about it. Y'all see me when I'm online. I'm probably posting something on my page. Or I'm in my group. 
you know, and that's just, I keep it at that. I'm not on all these people's pages commenting and this and that. Listen, you do what you do, but I do see it. I do see it, and I can't help to notice it's like that's probably why you're frustrated. That's probably why you're single. Let me tell you all this. Some of y'all other, y'all, y'all women, y'all, I'm not going to say y'all because if you're listening, well, some of y'all, but a lot of things that I see online, there's a lot of flirtation going on. You know, and let me just let me just tell you all the, the the cycle. What often happens is women will post a picture, right, and then a man will comment on that picture with something with a with a hey sexy hey beautiful you look so good, you know, and then you will go back and forth with that man on the comment thread, you know, and you're flirting with this person. And so what that will do, and a lot of women, they think it just stops there. It's like, okay, he's nobody. That's just a stranger. Maybe it's not a stranger. Maybe you know this person or you make it known that you know this person or this person makes it known that he knows you. So you guys have a little playful flirtatious back and forth. But what you got to understand is that people are seeing that. People are looking at that and saying, wow, okay, that's probably someone that she's having sex with. Or at minimum, that's a man who wants to have sex with her. And if you're flirting back with that person, that pretty much confirms, like, all right, well, he probably either he's definitely having sex with you or he has an opportunity to have sex with you. So at any rate, you've now just put yourself into a box. And some of y'all do this stuff every day or multiple pictures over the course of months and months and months where you're literally going back and forth flirting with multiple dudes. And a lot of this is not just harmless, but a lot of this is like, Sexual flirting, like actual sexual comments. So how can I look at that? If, I, if I'm a single man and I'm seeking a wife, or even maybe I'm looking at you as a potential wife, but then guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go through your comments, right? I'm going to go through your pictures. I'm going to go through your whole freaking pra- uh, Facebook profile and IG profile and Snapchat and TikTok and all that. Y'all think these creditors do checks. Y'all think these employers do checks. No, these men looking for a wife do definitely do checks. They are doing their due diligence. And I think what's happening is a lot of women are not aware of that. They think what they do is just what they do, and it won't affect how they're viewed, which couldn't be the, the, the further from the truth. So you're flirting with these men who, in all actuality, they just want to have sex with you. You know what I mean? That's all, these, they're not looking to wife you. They're looking to have sex with you. And so when you're flirting with these men, you're giving them the impression that you want to have sex with them, but then you're also giving other men watching the impression that you either want to have sex with them or have had sex with them, which is going to, I shouldn't have to say this, but it, it totally disqualifies you from being a wife or being wifeable or being placed into the wife category. If I see somebody having sex with you, guess what? That's all I'm going to want to do. Y'all do realize that, right? I'm not, and this isn't no disrespect. This is just like some women genuinely don't know that. They literally think, oh, I have, to, I have to present myself in a way where men desire me, and that way my future hu- husband will also desire me. But in, in all actuality, it's the opposite of that. Y'all know that, right? You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's kind of like it's backwards. What do they say? Uh, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. It's, that's, very, that's a very true statement because there's such a vast difference between how men think versus how women think. 
you know. And so another thing that's a, a big, big, big misconception is uh, there's a phrase, there's a very old expression that says you have to be a lady in the streets but a freak in the sheets, right? And a lot of women actually think that's what men want. They think that's what a man wants. How many of y'all listening right now think that's what men want? What's wrong with that? That's what, that's what men want. Well, how well has that been working out for you? Well, first of all, let me say this. A lot of women are not acting like a lady in the streets. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that's the first thing. Megan Thee Stallion doesn't act like a lady in the streets. You know what I mean? The City Girls, Cardi B, Beyonce, these are not women who act like ladies in the streets. So a lot of y'all, and, and really, you know, essentially, the streets now, nobody's walking around the street. The streets are, that that part of the expression is how you present yourself on, online. Because people are online more than they're in the streets, right? So when we, even if that was, it's not true, but even if that was true, the first part of that expression would, would be in relation to how you present yourself online. You have to be a lady online and a freak in the sheets. But I'm about to tell you how even the second part of that is not. So you, first, the first part, a lot of you are failing at the first part. You're not presenting yourself as a lady in the streets. You're coming off as a freak in the streets and a freak online, and a freak on Facebook, a freak on Snapchat, a freak on Instagram, a freak on TikTok. You see what I'm saying? But even the second part, you have to be a freak in the sheets. A lot of women actually think that's what these men want. Say, what do you mean by that? What do you? Wow, I what, what? I ain't got no complaints from it so far. Listen, listen, listen. Let me explain something to you. A lot of women, they think that you know, there's this new craze. Oh, you got to stick the thumb in the asshole. What's that? Plugging or whatever the hell you like. There's you know, um, you know, eat, got to eat the booty like groceries. This whole eating the booty phenomenon, which is absolutely disgusting, you know. But there are a lot of women who subscribe to these these things. And they will be. They will let it be known that they subscribe to these, these this way of thinking, this freak mentality. You know, I, you got to be a you know menage like you know the whole threesome thing. Like a lot of women, they they do this whole bisexuality thing, and it's like wow, you know, um, men. That's they think that's what men like, but the reality is that's not. That's a very big mis, misconception. That's not on the top of any man's list that's seeking a wife. Like oh. She's got to be a, a, a freak in the sheet. She's got to be, you know, a, a, a bisexual. She's got to be, a, we got to be able to have threesomes. Like, that's all a myth. Those are myths. Listen, I talk to married men every single day. Many, I talk to many, 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 many married men every single day. Okay, frat brothers, friends from back in the day, you know, people I used to work with. Like, I talk to a lot of married men. No one is talking about their wives in, in, in a freaky type of way like that. These are not women that these men are marrying. These are freaks. There are a lot of women who have asked me, say, Damn, when are you going to do this show, man? When are you going to keep talking about this show? When are you going to... This is that show. When are you going to do a show on how, you know, how, how, you know, what am I doing wrong? How can I find a man? And what do men look for? And this and that. This is that show. You know, but that's, the, that's a very big misconception. A lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets is just not what um, will be conducive to uh, being wifed up. You, I mean, you know, no, most men, I can't speak for everyone, but most men are not wifing someone up. They're not marrying someone because of what they did in the bedroom. You know, yeah, I talk to these married men, and they have 
uh, what they have experiences. You feel what I'm they have experiences. Those experiences are with other women that are not their wife. Like, oh yeah, you know this chick did this, this chick did that. Yeah, I shoot, I got those experiences. Y'all know who y'all are talking to. I have those same experiences. But you feel what I'm saying? That's not something that you're like, oh wow, I need my wife to do this. No, that was some chick back in college. That was some freak chick at, at, at Black Bikers Week or you know the Freaknik or whatever. And I'm not judging. You do what you do. Everybody has experiences. But leave your those experiences in the past. Focus on what he wants now. Nobody. That's not what he wants. Listen, a 40-year-old man seeking a wife is not going to be looking for the same thing sexually that 21-year-old, that 21-year-old man looked for. You, you feel what I'm saying? It's going to be totally different. Okay? So there's that. And, again, we're still talking sexually here because, remember, we still got emotional. We still got spiritual. But I wanted to start with sexually because y'all got a short attention span. Y'all got to be tuning out and look. So I, I said, let me get out this, the important stuff. Well, it's all important, but y'all get what I'm saying. One of the things that, and this is always a touchy subject, man, but some of y'all, ladies, listen, y'all got to stop having sex, man. Like, we can talk about the types of sex. We can talk about different experiences. But at the end of the day, y'all got to stop having sex, man. That's just, that's just, that's just all there is to it. <laughs> you know? hey, what do you mean? What are you, what are you saying? So, hold on, Dayton. What are you trying to say? You know, what are you trying to say, Deedon? No, listen, listen, let's stop this. My name is not Deedon. My name is Daydon, for the, all of you listening. Daydon. Daydon Tolbert, okay? But y'all got to stop having sex. You, you know what I mean? And I think, you know, we have gotten to a place in, in society, we've gotten to a, a place in dating <clears throat> where, you know, it, it's become very routine. In fact, it, it, on a large scale, there's not even a lot of dating that's going on. Right, there's not even a lot of dating out here. It's it's you know, we meet online, you know, we we might text for a little bit, you know, and then and then we have sex. Uh, you know, we it's Netflix and chill and you know, it's this and it's that. Hold on, y'all chill for me, get this get some some water. My throat is a little dry. But y'all y'all see what I'm saying? Like it's a cycle. And if if we live in a very sexualized society, uh, society, it, it it happens over and over and over. And as it continues to happen, your sexual number is is increasing, right? It's just going up and up and up and up. I mean, I'm not again. I'm not. I don't want y'all to think I'm judging you because I don't care who you have sex with. Listen, I believe, trust and believe. Me personally, I could care less what you do. But ask your future husband if he could care less what you do. I'm just being honest with you. Y'all got to stop having sex. I, I'm a car dealer, TRC Auto Sales. So it, if y'all are out here having sex, it's going to be similar to some of these high mile, mileage cars that I'm selling. I mean, and I hate to put it in that way, but it's, li- it's really the same thing. Let me give you an example. If you have a, you know, let's say a Mercedes-Benz S550. Now, a Mercedes-Benz S550, that's a $120,000 car, brand new. Well, I'll say this. A, a 2010 Mercedes-Benz S550 in 2010 cost $120,000, okay? $120,000 in 2010, brand new with no miles. 
But in 2020, a 2010 Mercedes-Benz S550, it once cost $120,000. But now, I just bought a Mercedes-Benz S550 for about $3,000, and I sold it for about $10,000. $10,000, when it was brand new, it was worth $100,000. So uh, if y'all catch the analogy, what I'm trying to tell y'all is mileage makes all the difference in the world, okay? A car with 40,000 miles, you know, is going to be worth a whole, the same year, is going to be worth a whole heck of a lot more than a very beautiful car with 200,000 miles on it. So I'm just, you know, no one is going to tell you, listen to what I'm telling you, no one is going to tell you this. Your pastors won't tell you this. These quote-unquote relationship experts won't tell you this. No one in the world will tell you this except me because I don't care. <laughs> you feel like I don't, when I say I don't care, I mean I don't care about the ramifications. I genuinely don't. You know what I mean? A lot of other people have ulterior motives. They want to sell books. They want to do this. They want to do that. So they're not going to say things that are going to take away from that. But the truth is you, y'all got to keep your legs closed, man. Y'all got to stop having sex. Y'all got to stop having sex. Keep you running your number up. Every man you have sex with significantly lowers your chance of finding love. Some of you are out here having sex multiple times a week with different dudes per week. I mean, and again, again, you do what you do, but if you're asking yourself, wow, you know, like, what am I doing wrong? What can I do differently? Like, how can I be, you got, listen, because remember, what I, I'm going to talk about the spiritual uh, effect of it in a little bit, but y'all have to understand what you do sexually is, gonna, uh, is going to affect you spiritually. You know what I'm saying? So I think that, you know, it, it, I mean, it, from a spiritual standpoint, definitely. But also just as, from a, as a man. Ask a man. See, women, women want to, there's this new empowerment, quote, and I'm using this term very loosely because it's not empowerment at all. It's, that's the irony. It's, it's anything but empowering. But this quote-unquote empowerment movement is saying that women can do, should be able to do whatever a man can do, which is 100% ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. So many women are adopting this world. If a man can be a hoe, how come a woman can't be a hoe? If a woman, if a man has sex with a hundred women, but a, why can't a woman have sex with a hundred women or a hundred men? Well, ask yourself a question: Why on earth would a man want a woman who's doing the same exact things that he was doing when he was in a particular stage that he's trying to get out of? Just, just ask yourself that question. So, I mean, seriously, just ask. I mean, from a logical standpoint, if I was, I call, I, I call it the three stages that men go through: the dog stage, the player stage, and the ready to settle down stage. There's a whole section of this in my new book coming out: Redefining Greatness: The Virtuous Woman's Guide to Love. Look out for it soon. But if I'm in that dog stage, which just says I want to have sex and more sex and more sex and more sex and more sex. You know, and then I've graduated to the player stage, and now I'm ultimately at the ready-to-settle-down stage. Why would I want a woman who is in, in what, you know, really looks like my version of the dog stage or, a, or even a player stage? What man wants to deal with a woman who's dating, like, five different dudes? It just, it's not logical. Well, women are saying, well, so, so what are you saying, Dana? I'm like, what do you, I mean... So you're saying that men can be out here dating all these types of women. I just got to be sitting in the house? You damn right. Sit your ass in the house and wait on your husband. 
So I'm not doing that. Okay, cool. Don't do it. Be single. It's cool. Like it doesn't matter to me. You feel what I'm saying? Like it doesn't matter. That's but that's the reality. If you are one of these women out here in the streets going on different dates with different dudes and then coming back complaining about what type of treatment you're getting or how these dudes be playing games, of course they're playing games because he doesn't want to wife you up because you're dating five different dudes. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Listen to what I'm saying to you. If Back when I was single, listen, the very moment you let it be known that you're dating multiple dudes, that I, I lost interest. Any interest that I may have had literally went out the window. He said, well, why is that? What you mean? Let me tell you something. And this is the uncomfortable truth. The reality is a man will compete for, uh, for sex. Okay? Men, men are very competitive. Men are very, very, very competitive. Men will absolutely compete for sex. If, you're, if a man is having sex with you but you got a fat ass, guess what? He's going to want to hit that too. That's just, it does, and it won't even matter to him. He'll just wear a condom. It doesn't matter. But guess what? Men will not compete for love. Men will not compete for your heart. Listen to what I'm trying to tell you. No one will tell you this. You have never heard this information. Nothing I've said today, I can pretty much guarantee no one, you've never heard. Most women, oh my God, I've never heard this before. No one's ever said this. Of course not. You feel what I'm saying? But the, this is the truth. No one is going to compete for your heart. He'll compete for that ass. Okay? But he will not compete for your heart. He will have sex with you and nothing else. Now, if you are what I call emotionally available, okay, to available to give 100% of your heart, then, yeah, then yeah, we can work with that. Yeah, I can take you out and wine and dine you and this and that. But if you're not, uh, if your heart is closed off because uh, part of it is with your ex-boyfriend, part of it is with your baby dad, part of it is just closed off because of hurt, pain, and resentment, well, then I'm not going to compete with that. For what? I'm just going to hit it and keep it moving. I mean, not me. That's not, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying that's, what, that's the mentality of these dudes. The moment we see that your heart is either closed off or, or sectioned off for someone else, a part of it is already allotted to, spoken for by someone else, ain't nothing to talk about. Say, well, how can we only text? We, you'll never call me on the phone. Pick up the phone and call me. Why are these men? Call you for what? For what? What, what? what am I calling you for? What am I taking you out for? You say, well, these men are cheap. They don't want to go on dates. Go on a date for what? I mean, just from a logical standpoint, for what reason? Why are you worth being taken out when you already got guys taking you out? I mean, all jokes aside, like, this stuff is not rocket science. If I am a hardworking man and I already got four or five numbers that week, which is on the low end, y'all know that. Some guys are getting four or five numbers per night. But if I already got five numbers that week from beautiful women, some most probably more beautiful than you, and you talking that crazy stuff, you talk, oh, you got to take me here, or I'm not going out to eat here, or this, you got all these stipulations of what I can do and what I can't do. Why? And I've already come to the realization that all I want is sex from you. Take you out for what purpose? Somebody comment on the thing. If you can think of a logical reason why that would happen, let me know because I can't think of it. That's why it doesn't happen because there is no logical reason why a man would take a woman out if she's, one, having sex with someone else, two, going on multiple dates with other people, or three, 
closed off and has this hardened exterior that says that she's not even willing to get to know anybody on an emotional level. Take you out for what? That's the one. That's the number one. If you're listening, it's like, wow, the title of this is The Real Reason You're Single. If I had to pick one, that's the reason right there. That's the reason. You have, you're, you're, you're emotionally unavailable, whether it's sexually, emotionally, mentally. You know, I've even had women tell me specifically, I've given up on love. Matter of fact, one woman, she told me, I said, what's up with you? Are you single? Are you in a relationship? Like, what? She said, well, I'm, I'm asexual. I said, what the hell does that mean? She said, no, I'm just, you know, I'm asexual. Like, I don't, I don't have a, what did she say? It was, it was crazy. It just made no sense. I'm not even going to try to repeat. But that, you see how out, out there these, some of these women are? She said, I'm asexual. That's how confused she was. That's how emotionally unavailable she was. So what do you think happened with me and her? Just had just had a curiosity. Like, just take a wild guess. When, when she told me she was asexual, you think I married her? Nah, nah. Did she meet my mom and dad? Mm-mm, nope. Nah. I'm gonna let you. Come on. Just, you, you're getting close. Right? Some of y'all are getting warmer. I know you can. You you keep thinking about it. you'll you'll get finally get what happened with me and this chick. That's how. That's what happens when you guys have these. You know these stipulations and all these weird this weird stuff going on, man. Something I got all, oh, you single. Well, you know, so either you're single or you're not. Well, no, I'm, you know, I'm dealing with this dude, and he ain't shit, but so I'm taking applications. Yo, like, I've seen it all. Some of y'all, man, y'all just want to be single, I guess. Like, it's just like, yo, y'all say crazy stuff that, that no man, when men hear this stuff, it's like, yo, you really are surprised that no one has wiped you up? The, the only thing that's going to make sense is, hey, are you single? Yeah, I'm single, but, you know, I'm just being, waiting on God or, I'm, you know, I'm just patiently waiting or, you know, waiting to meet Mr. Right. I just haven't met Mr. Right yet. I've been in a couple of bad relationships. They didn't work out, but I'm optimistic. I, you know, I, I know God still has someone for me. Just say that. Just, just say thank you. Matter of fact, no, don't say thank you. Cash app. TRC Worldwide. I, I just gave you the, the key to love right there. Y'all send me some money on cash. Like, I'm messing with y'all. I mean, y'all can send it if you want, but. You know what I mean? I'm messing with I'm just doing this for, for the heck of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the key. Just say that. Just say that. That's all you got to say. Something to that effect. What else? What else, man? What else is, is keeping women single? I got a whole list here, man. Giving y'all gems out here. What's up with y'all? Y'all good? What's up now? I see some people on Facebook. What's this, Facebook? Well, I, ain't gonna, I don't do this whole shout-out because y'all be listening. Some of y'all be listening with the with your Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity uh, glasses, and y'all don't want nobody to know you tune in. So I don't, I don't do that whole shout-out thing. Y'all, y'all know who y'all are who are listening. I, don't, I ain't going to put y'all on blast. Oh, you listen to him. Oh, you must be single. Oh, you must you must want love. Like, I ain't going to do that. But y'all know what it is. <sighs> what else? What else? What else? Can, we, can we talk for a little bit? About friends with, uh, excuse me, male friends. Let's let's talk about male friends for a little bit. And this is another one of those subjects that's that's often um, taboo. Women say, well, <clears throat> so how come a man, you know, Dana and a man can have all these female friends, but you're trying to tell me I can't have a, a male friend? Well, I mean, you again, like everything, you can do whatever you want to do, right? I mean, the reality is. Uh, over in the Add Yourselves, Add Yourselves to the Friends of the Data on Tolbert Show group on Facebook. And uh, we just had a really good discussion in there uh, this week about, I think the question was, what was it, uh, can a man and a woman be friends and not have sex? And, that, that, I mean, yeah, that's a good question, and most of the people said yes. 
But then it kind of got into this, it, the, the, the discussion went into a different direction, and it was like, okay, yeah, you can do it without having sex, but can you do it and find love? Can you have, as a woman, a male best friend and still have a man look at you as a wife? I say no. I said no. And the women wanted to go back and forth. A lot of women say, well, what do you mean by that? No, it can happen, this and that. I said, all right, well, how many? There's a lot of women on the thread. I said, well, how, how many women with a male best friend are, are currently happily married? No one, no one, uh, no one, it was crickets. Shout out to my man Tariq. He said, where's the cricket emoji? You know, like, it, it's, it's not, it's one of those things. See, a lot of times people go into dating and relationships with the thought process of this is how it should be. A man should be able, I mean, excuse me, a woman should be able to do this. If a man can do this, a woman should be able to do You can do whatever, you should be able to do whatever you want to do. But the reality is, is it going to lead to love? Probably not. You can have a male best friend all you want. But the reality is, let's, let's, take, let's examine the male best friend. Because, again, this is one of the top reasons why so many women are single. Please understand that. If you have all these male friends, I guarantee you you're single. Who can prove me wrong? How many married – just ask yourselves, how many single women with all these male friends, you know, have had success – in dating and relationships. It's not a lot. You might be, you might be, oh, what about me? Well, I know my cousin. You, you can try your hardest to try to disprove what I'm saying. But the reality is most women who have an abundance of male friends or even a few male best friends or just male friends in general are single. Okay? The reality is, and the reason for that is because, you know, men are not looking to compete. I told you all earlier, they're not looking to compete. We say, well, no, Daydon, no, no, it's not, it's not a competition. It's not a competition, Daydon. You don't know what you're talking about. Well, who says it has to be a competition? We're, we're, our situation is just platonic. Well, where's the competition at? He's not, he, he's not flirting with me. I'm not flirting. We're not having sex. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Well, so how did y'all meet? Well, we met because he tried to talk to me back in the day, and, you know, but then we, did, we tried out a relationship, but that didn't work, and ever since then we've just been cool. Then it's not platonic. See, a lot of people don't understand the definition of platonic. See, just be, let me tell you something. Just because you make a determination that a particular situation is going to be platonic, it doesn't make it platonic, okay? Um, if a man likes you, if a man is interested in you, if a man wants to have sex with you, then it ain't platonic. The platonic nature is you, you can't view someone in a platonic situation in a, a, a platonic way. A man can't view you in a platonic way. Platonic is a state of being. It's either the friendship is platonic or it's not platonic. It's, it's one or the other, and it has to be on both sides. If someone likes you but you don't like him or vice versa, then it's not platonic. If a man is waiting for the opportunity to have sex with you, it's just that you're not going to give it to him, guess what? That's not a platonic situation. And guess what? A man, is, a man seeking a wife is not going to be okay with that situation. You can say, well, that's shallow. I'm not giving up my male friends because they were there long before him and they'll be there after him. Okay, that's cool. Well, then you just be single. I'm telling, I'm telling you what it is. I'm telling you what you need to do. You can, ha you can make a choice. Either you have your male friends, right, or you have love. 
It's, it's really that simple. It's not, you know what I mean? It's not like a, a something, that, oh, that's not fair. Because he has, what about his female friends? I mean, that's the decision that you have to make about whether or not you want to choose to deal with those female friends. But I can tell you what he's not going to do. And again, I talk to married men all the time. These, their wives don't have male friends. You know what I mean? Nobody is, nobody is whining and dining someone who's, oh, yeah, so what are you doing this weekend? I mean, I want to take you out. Well, yeah, me and my friend, we're supposed to, he's supposed to he has this event. So I was going to go to that with him. And then, but what are you doing on Sunday? Oh, no, I'm busy Sunday. And then he, he deletes your number. You wonder why he stopped calling you. No one is doing that. Okay? It's just not going to happen. So deal with it. Make the necessary adjustments. Because, I mean, and really sometimes you have to self-examine. Some of y'all keep these guys around just, be, just because. Just, like, just for what? What are you keeping these dudes around for? There's no reason. They, they serve no purpose. And you, deep down in your heart, <clears throat> excuse me, you know they just want to have sex with you. That's it. That's all it is. One of the things I said online was, I said, ladies, any man who claims to love you will be willing to wait to make love to you. Let me tell you why I said that online. A lot of times women, they feel like they have to have sex with a man. You know what I mean? Like they feel like if they don't put out that a man is not going to take them seriously. They feel like there's such an abundance of sex out there that if they don't do those same things, that, you know, they will be overlooked. And that that's false. You know, that that's a false statement right there. Because, like I said, any man who claims to love you or claims to want to get to love you, you know, will be willing to wait to make love to you. The best women are the women that have the low sexual number of partners or the women who are not presenting themselves in a sexualized manner. And it's okay to have a lot of sexual partners, but the question is, is your sexual uh, is your sexual lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? Or should I should say, is your lifestyle that of a sexual nature currently? Because I've helped a lot of women through private counseling and life coaching and, you know what I'm saying, like over the years, like really change their life, you know. And so you can change your life, but the question is, what are you doing currently? You know what I'm saying? So I would just say, you know what? Tell them it's my, I've heard women say, you know what, I was afraid to tell these men how I felt about sex because I didn't want him to lose interest in me. I said, well, if he lost interest in you because you told him how you feel about sex and the fact that you want to be celibate and you're trying to live for the Lord, I, if, he, if he lost interest because of that, that's a good thing, I would think. I mean, is that the type of man you would want to be with anyway? Like, how, you know what I mean? How, where's the, the downside to that? You know, I said online, I said, ladies, any man who tells you that he needs to experience you sexually before giving you his heart isn't worth receiving yours. You know, your heart, that is. You know, and that's, these are just little gems. These are, these are just a little, a few gems that will be sprinkled all throughout my new book, Redefining Greatness, The Virtuous Woman's uh, Guide to Love, the the realest, you know, dating and relationship book, you know, to, to come out. You know, I think that <clears throat> we live in a society where people are so caught up in being cool. They're so caught up in likes and followers and, 
you know, being accepted. You know, I want to talk about spiritually. You know, then I want to talk about emotionally. I'll talk about emotionally first. Let's let's talk about the emotional side of things. But I hope I, I hope you guys got the whole sexual piece of it. And there's more. There's tons more. But hopefully, you see, it took me an hour to talk about the sexual side of things that keeps so many women single. There's a, and there's plenty more. There's tons more. There's tons and tons and tons more things in that same genre that affect women and their ability to find love. But those are just a few. But let's talk about emotional. <clears throat> One of the, here's the first thing. One of the main things is, and I said this online, I said the first step in finding love is admitting that you both want and need it in your life, right? I mean, that's how it's funny. You would think that, that that's such a simple statement. It's a, it's a simple statement. You know, the first step in finding love is admitting that you both want and need it in your life. Like, you would think that that would be like a given. Like, I'm single. I want a partner. I want love. I want someone to share my life with. Like, what's wrong with that? But ironically, so many women don't, they have a problem admitting that. Like, you say, hey, so what's, your, what's going on with you? Single? You looking for love? Ah, nah, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm done with these dudes. I don't, I'm not looking for love, man. These, love ain't nothing, but I don't want to get married, and I don't want to do, I just want to do me. Like, okay. And, and you'd be surprised how many women have that, they project that, that image I don't need love. I don't want love. I'm not. I'm just here. I'm closed off emotionally. I don't have a heart. I've heard women actually tell me, like, no, I don't have a heart. I don't love these dudes. Like, okay. So, okay, cool. What time are we having sex? It's like, you know what I mean? Like, what else is there to do? And then they act indignant with a man propositions them from sex. It's like, well, yo, you just, you literally just told me that you have no heart. Like, you literally just said you don't even want love. So what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? What what is what is happening here? You can't say you don't want love and then expect men to act to to, to try to break down that wall and force you into some love type of situation. No, nah, nobody nobody's doing this ain't a Tyler Perry movie. This this ain't Diary of a Mad Black Woman, where Shamar Moore comes in and tries to break down this this whole wall that you have up and you know, you got an ex husband, you got a husband that's beating you up and you know, but I'm just going to stick around and try to be patient while you figure out whatever it is you got to fix. No one is doing that. That literally only happens in Tyler Perry movies. You know, ain't no Medea coming out of nowhere. So that's the first step. You have to admit, and not just admit it to yourself, but you got to be open about it. You got to let people know, like, yo, I want love. I need love. I'm open to the idea of finding love. Some of y'all make it so obvious that you've been hurt. Stop posting on your page about these niggas that you've been dealing with. Okay, fine. You run into a bad one. All right, whatever. You don't got to let the world know. Some of y'all just make me cringe when I look at your Facebook pages. It's just like, yo, stop talking so much. I talk about everything. Everything does not need to be posted. Let me tell y'all something about me. I'm probably the most public but private person you've ever met. Like, yeah, I post a lot, and I post advice, and I post different things. I might even post my kids. But the reality is I, I, I kind of keep myself, my stuff to myself. I'm a very private person. 
ironically, you might not know that, but very private. And most of y'all, you may know that. You don't know too much about me. You know what I'm saying? You know what I let you see. And some of y'all need to adopt that, that way of being. Everyone doesn't need to know your business. Everyone doesn't need to know every single date that you go on, every single guy that you're dating. Now the world knows about that situation. But the problem with that is over the course of years, over the course of months, it's like, damn, how many dudes has she dated? Like, oh, damn, she's that mad about it? She's that pissed off? Oh, you know she gave up the ass. It's like you're, you're telling your whole business. And the problem with Facebook is that really at this point, all these social sites, they stay up forever. Your memories are there from 10 years ago. I see memories on my page from 10 years ago, literally. So the problem is these men are going, they will go back through your whole thing to see if there's anything going on with you. They will go through years and years and years of pictures and years and years and years of of comments just to see who you are and what you've been into. Some of y'all, it's crazy because y'all will make sure that your credit report is tight. Y'all will make sure that your job history is tight. But your Facebook pages, your Instagram pages look like crap. They're horrible. Ass shots, boobs, old pictures of, you know, dudes gripping up your ass, like actual pictures that you're tagged in of, of dudes that you don't even know anymore, let alone deal with anymore. And they, But they're still there. It's like, okay, damn, she, some of y'all sandwiched in between two dudes. You know, but now that was and that was five six years ago. Now you're different, but it's like, you know, oh, what what that? Do they run a train on you or what? Does your future husband want to see that? Does your future husband want his friends seeing that? Probably not. So, well, you who, you're, you're judging. Why are you judging her for her past? Oh, ask your ask your creditor that. Ask your mortgage per, uh, company that. Why? <laughs> ask your ask your job. Why are they judging you on your past in the job interview? Guess what? That's what people do. It's okay for everyone else to judge you. Creditors, mortgages, jobs, new opportunities. They can look at you professionally. Why would you think a man won't want to look at you sexually? I could, and I'm just being honest with you. Like I said, man, most people won't tell you this. In fact, I've never met anyone that will tell you this. You know what I'm saying? None of these relationship dudes will tell you that. You know what I mean? But... You know, these are the things that are, these are, what's today's show topic? The real reasons why you're single. Not not the Steve Harvey reasons. You know what I mean? Not, I can't even think of any of these other weirdos out here, man. All these, these, these guys, man. Yeah, they might have a lot of followers, but are they keeping it honest with you? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's crazy. I've had, dude, let me tell you something. Listen, I've had people, I've had, I'm not going to put any names out there. I've had very, very popular, quote-unquote, relationship gurus. I'm talking about with 100,000 followers, you know what I mean, literally, like, on their page. I'll post something. And people have told – I don't want to be on their page. People have told me, like, yo, Dana, check out this page. They will literally take advice on my page that I posted and post it. I might get 100 likes, you know what I'm saying? And they'll post the same exact thing on their page, like they said it, and get 100,000 likes. You feel what I'm saying? I'm just being honest with you, man. Like, they got to listen. Talking about emotionally, you know what I'm saying? What are some emo? We talk about sexual. What are some emotional issues that prevent women from finding love? Let's talk about a mentality. 
what's what's your mindset like? What's what's your mind like? Like you know what I mean? Like what what are your views like? And I was telling somebody earlier today in one of my private sessions that these these uh, relationship topics that I post about in the Friends of the Data on Tolbert Show group, feel free to add yourselves. Um, if you, only if you're cool, if you're crazy, you're a psycho, you just want to debate. Don't even don't even because you'll be going in, in the next day anyway. If you're cool and you're there to be friendly and you know what I'm saying, then add yourselves and we can have a great dialogue. But you know, um, but a lot of those conversations and discussions are designed to see what is your mentality like? What's your mindset like? Are you stuck up? Are you high maintenance? Are you shallow? For example, some women have a, a, a entitlement mentality. What do I mean by that? They have an entitlement mentality that says, because I, <clears throat> because I look a certain type of way, because I uh, have a certain type of body shape, you know, um, because I'm pretty, because I have a good job, because I drive a BMW, you know, um, I get my hair done, I got a bank account, I got a 401k. You know, a lot of women, they feel like you know, I got a certain amount of followers on Instagram. I got, you know, these dudes like the way I look, so they comment and they want to take me out. And They have a certain sense of entitlement. They feel like they, they can, and it's, it's amazing to me. It's literally the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I don't, I, at this point, I get it, I understand it, but it's just the stupidest thing because there are some women who are, and this is no disrespect, they have a lot of followers, they got a nice body, but they, I can look at them, they're like, they will never be anybody's wife. Like, and they're just getting older and older and older. And I just look at it like, yo, who do you think you're talking to? Like, some and, he, and I talk about, I'm like, yo, look at this chick, man. You know, like certain guys, we gotta look at this chick. And and she'll be so stuck up. She will, and she won't even look that good. You feel what I'm saying? Like, she, these chicks will not even look that good. They're a head full of weave. You know what I'm saying? Wig on. Trying to act stuck up like like these guys like these dudes got to be chasing her. It's like yo, why do you feel entitled that a man like some women will say? I'll say you know, would you would you go here on a first date? And women be like, no, I wouldn't go there on a first date. It's like what? Why, why wouldn't you go there on a first date? Well, I just feel like you know if it's a first date, he should be trying to impress me. I said okay, you're gonna be single indefinitely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the that's where you messed up. That's where you messed up at. If you have the type of mentality that says, you know, a man has to impress you, you you done messed up already. Why does he have to impress you? Just just ask answering that question. Think about it. On a first date, when you're the one complaining about being lonely, you're the one who's pushing forty, you're the one that's got a hundred sexual partners, you're the one that can't seem to keep a relationship, but he's the eligible bachelor. And he asks you, hey, can I take you out? He has to impress you? When he's got women literally, be- I mean literally and figuratively, beating his door down for an opportunity to date him, but he has to impress you. If you're in Atlanta, you're in Philly, or any major city, the ratio of black women to black men is what? 12 to 1, 13 to 1? Whatever it is, it's obviously going to be in our favor. 
he has to impress you. Why? I'm, no, I'm just asking. I'm just asking a question. What what logical reason would that be that he has to impress you when he just got four other numbers that night or the night before of women that actually look better than you? I'm just no, these are just questions. Like, what reason does he have to impress you? What reason does he even have to take you out? He could just take out one of these other women, which would actually be in his best interest. And I think that's the disconnect. That's where what women are not getting. They're not understanding that times have changed. It's not on us to impress you. Interestingly enough, it's on you to impress him. Some people will push back on that. Some women will say, well, no, that's not how it should be. It's, it doesn't matter how it should be. It's about how it is. You don't go, if you're, listen, if you're unemployed, okay, if you're unemployed and you're looking for a job, you, you need money to pay your bills, you want to improve your lifestyle by getting a job. So you go on this interview seeking a job, right? Does that employer have to impress you when he's already got 100 applicants for the same exact position that you're uh, applying for? It's not logical. It doesn't make sense to expect the recruiter. Now, yeah, granted, the recruiter is going to want to paint the company in a, in a favorable light, but are they going out of their way to impress you? Are you going to be able to dictate what you do and what you don't do on that interview or at that job if you get it? No, you're not. You're going to take your butt and take that drug test and do whatever the heck else he says so you can get a job to improve your life. That's what it is, and the dating is the same exact way. Anybody who tells you different is delusional. If you want a husband, you got to show that man that you are different from these other chicken heads, you're different from these other freaks, you're different from these other hoes out here who are out here like the city girls, like Megan Thee Stallion, like Beyonce, all these independent women mentality, selfish mentality. you got to take that and show, take that stuff, throw it out the window, and show that man, hey, this is who I am, and this is why I'm different. You got to. And, and, and if you don't do those things, then you're going to be single. And if you don't do those things in the interview, if you don't differentiate yourself in the job interview, you're going to be unemployed. If you don't do those things when dating, you're going to be single. This stuff is not rocket science. Ain't no, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. No man who has a good job, a good car, a good, you know, whatever, good looks, in today's society, is going to be chasing any woman. It's not going to happen. And that's in 2020. I never chased any woman back in the day when I was single. So <laughs> if dudes didn't do it back then, see, the dip, see the, I think, again, women have it twisted because they're basing their views on men off the weirdos on Facebook and IG the, in the comments. See, the real dudes like myself, we don't leave those comments. The real dudes don't, they're not, giving you these stupid compliments. I swear I want to choke these guys out. I just want to grab them by the throats and choke them when they tell these women how sexy they are and how, how you know, all this stuff they would like to do to them. And this, they sound so stupid. That's, those are not real men. Those are losers. Only losers do that stuff. Please understand, and those followers that you have on Instagram that are telling you how sexy you are and liking literally every damn thing that you post, they're losers. They're never going to marry you. And you, interestingly enough, you're not even going to want to be married to them. They're losers. 
They got notifications turned on just so they can see when you post, so they can be the first person to like it. They're idiots. They're losers. They're weirdos. Those are the guys that are, are giving you a false sense of understanding about what these men are looking for in a wife. Men, I, when I tell you that, I've never done that. I've probably literally never gave, or not probably, I've never given any of those compliments under comments ever in life. I would feel uncomfortable with myself sweating these women. That's the term we used to use, but I, I don't sweat women. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to chase you. I'm not going to, you know, kiss your ass. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to put a picture up, and then I'm going to tell you how sexy you look. Hopefully, so you'll be able to, you'll have sex with me. Like, that's stuff that weirdos do. Back in the day, I used to have women calling me up, blowing my phone up. When are you going to make some time for me? I'll let you know. That's how it was when I was, you know what I'm saying? Like, these widows, they're on some other stuff. They're chasing women. Real dudes have women chasing them. And this isn't on no, I'm not trying to, you know, come off in a chauvinistic or anything. That's not what this is. This is about being a real man who has real things going on, and you bring real things to the table. Women are going to recognize that, and they're going to want to engage you on some level. Weirdos, losers, cornballs who have nothing going on, they're going to do the opposite. They're going to chase you. It's all about what kind of man you want to deal with. So the point of all that is lose the stuck-up attitude, lose that entitled mentality with these ridiculous stipulations that you're trying to put on first dates. Oh, I wouldn't eat at Applebee's. I don't do the chains. I don't, I don't do Red Lobster. I don't do Applebee's. You better take your ass over to TGI Fridays, okay, you know, where my actual first date was with my wife was. You know, many of you know that story. But take your ass there and enjoy some Jack Daniels ribs. You guys got to look, take the stick out of your asses. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect to y'all women. Y'all, y'all beautiful queens. But you got to take the sticks out of your asses. You know what I'm saying? No one is going to wipe you up if you're not going to go to Fridays or not, you're, you're not okay with eating at Applebee's. You know damn well if your girlfriends were like, yo, you know, hey, girl, come on, let's go out to Applebee's, you would go there, and you'd have a good time. So why make a man jump through hoops when he's trying to take you out and save a couple dollars? Let me tell you something. Ladies, nobody is spending $200, or nobody wants to spend $100 on you, $200 on you, $300 on you, just to see if there's chemistry. Who the heck wants to do that? If he's going to do that, he might as well be driving a brand-new Mercedes if he's going to do that. His regular car note is 200 But if he's going to take you out on a date a couple times a month, he might as well be driving a Bentley. I mean, think about it. I know I would rather drive a Bentley than to take some of these checks out back in the day. You know, yeah, Bentley, a car note a Bentley, probably like six, 700 Shoot. Take you out or drive a nice luxury car. Hmm. Makes no sense. So lose that mentality. Some of y'all are selfish. Some of y'all are selfish. What do you mean by that, Dada? Well, some of y'all do not have, some of y'all have a mentality that you just don't want to pay. Y- y'all got money, right? You got money. You got, you got a nice job, but guess what? That money is all yours, right? That money goes straight in the 401k. That money goes into savings. You don't want to pay for a darn thing. You don't want to pay for it. How many of y'all, let me ask you a question. And y'all know me, I've asked this question 
hundreds and hundreds of times, speaking engagements, and I used to do a thing called Dinner with Daydon. I may bring that back. I used to have Dinner with Daydon, and maybe 20 or 30 women would come out to different restaurants around the city, and we'd have similar discussions to what we're doing now, just in a more intimate setting. And I would ask them, and I would say, yo, like, ladies, let me ask you a question. Show of hands. How many of y'all have ever offered to pay for the first date? I've asked 20 women. I've asked five women. I've asked 100 women. You know, it's every single time not one hand goes up. Maybe one hand will go up. You know what I mean? Not, but most of y'all listen in right now. Thousands of people listen in. No one, no one will raise their hand. Right? No one will raise their hand. Why is that? Why? 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 Are no? Why are so many women opposed to spending money on the first date? They say, "Well, you know, I, I, I was taught. Taught by who? Who were you taught by? Who told you that?" I, I was just taught by that, you know, that's a man's responsibility. Okay. Well, you're 40. How's that been working out for you? Well, you know, I guess not so good, they don't. Well, e- exactly. One of the things I always say, to get what you've, you've never had, you have to do things that you've never done. And I think one of the things you, got, you guys have to realize is that there's no shame in doing nice things for someone who has good intentions with you. Now, granted, you don't want to be somebody doing, you know, all this stuff, spending all this money on a loser, you know, somebody that's looking to take advantage of it, but that's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about someone that you're actually interested in. Because, look, at if, if a man has the same mentality, like, wow, she, we, we had a few conversations, she's cool, she seems like she could be wifey, let me take her out, let me show her a good time, let me wine and dine her. If, if he has that mentality, why don't you have that same mentality? Think about it. If he's looking at you as a possible wife, why aren't you looking at him as a possible husband? What's the reason? Because you got you got a guard up. It's because you don't want to get hurt. Well, which is which is which is understandable. But if you have a guard up because you don't want to get hurt, guess what? A closed heart doesn't get loved. It doesn't. If your heart is closed and you have a wall up, you're all, you're extra sarcastic. I'm just gonna be sarcastic about it. I'm gonna have an attitude. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a bitch tonight. Ugh. You know, I'm gonna match up my brown panties just for me. I'm not knowing damn well I'm not having sex with them. You know, but I'm just gonna be a super bitch. You know, I went and shaved just for you know, just in case. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you, you know, I'm just gonna still be a bitch. And maybe if he's lucky, maybe something will happen. You know, and, and he'll get to see these matching Brian panties, this Brian panties that I just bought from Victoria's Secret. But I'm still going to be a bitch. Some of y'all, that's how y'all be, man. Y'all got to chill out with that, man. Nobody wants to date a bitch. You know, and that's not in a disrespectful way, but I'm just saying, like, y'all, some of y'all, you know, you have a really bitchy, a bitchy attitude. And that's not, that's not going to, you know, bode well for your chances of, you know, of, of having love and, and of being viewed in a in a wifeable, you know, manner. Um, one one couple couple more things that I'll say. A lot of you have unresolved daddy issues. There are two things. Some of you have unresolved daddy issues, and some of you have unresolved baby daddy issues. But as far as the daddy issues go, you know what I mean. Some of y'all, and I've experienced this a lot. Like, well, not dating women. I don't date women with daddy issues. But like, I could go to the supermarket. And like it would be a, a black woman at the at the uh, at the counter at the uh, cashier, and and she will it'll be an old white man, 
hey, how are you doing today? Okay, you know, do you have a card? Do you have a, would you like to enter your phone number? Okay. All right, yeah, it's a nice day out, right? Oh, yeah. Old white man, right? Super friendly. Super friendly to the old white man. The moment I get get up there, he's done. Nothing. Look at me. Look look back down. Start start scanning my items. Hey, I might be, hey, how you doing today? Mm, hello. Like, literally. This, like, total opposite. Total opposite. Why? Why? What could what could cause such a great disparity between the old white man and me? She doesn't know him. She doesn't know me. Why treat me in that way but be so friendly to the old white man? Why? Because he doesn't look like the man who hurt her. He doesn't look like her baby daddy. He doesn't look like the man who had sex with her and never called her again. He doesn't look like her fa- how she remembers her father to look before he left her mother and, and became a deadbeat dad to her. I don't, the white man doesn't look like that. Some of y'all work in corporate America. Y'all do the same thing. You look, keep it real. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all are super friendly to Johnny. Now, I'm not going to do that. That's racist. I'm not going to do the same thing I complained about. We're not going to call the white man Johnny. We're just going to say we're, you're super friendly to the white guy, the friendly black guy. You give him a hard way to go. Why? You know why that is. And those are the types of things that are evident when we are uh, dating you. We see the we see that we see the the wall that's up. We see the guard that's up that goes all the way back to daddy issues. I do these private sessions. I've done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of private sessions. And one of the first questions I ask, so I say, well, so so tell me about your uh, your mother and father. What's the relationship like with your parents? What's the relationship like with your father? Is he in your life? Has he, was he in your life? Not, and again, I've done hundreds of these sessions. Ninety percent of the time, probably ninety-five percent of the time. It's, well, you know, I don't have a relationship with my father. My father wasn't in my life, or my father was a drunk, or my father was a deadbeat, or my father was, a, you know, an abuser in some way to my mother, or whatever the case. It's not a favorable, you know, image that, the, the, you know, the woman has of her dad. And, those, and that's normal. That's not the woman's fault, per se. But those are things that have to be addressed prior to trying to date. You know what I mean? You can't date while you still hate your dad. You know that, right? You can't. You have to, one way or another, either make peace with your dad or make peace, peace with yourself so that you can, you know, date with a, without seeing or comparing in some way those men to your dad, you know, or whoever it was that hurt you in your life. You just got to gotta heal. Again, shoot me a message, man. Askstateon at gmail.com to set up a free emotional availability assessment, free Totally free first session, free 30-minute emotional availability assessment. Ask Stadon at gmail.com or just inbox me on Facebook or IG. I don't care if you create. A lot of women create fake pages. Go to IG, create a fake pages, and DM me there. We could do it that way. It doesn't, I'm not here to, you know, i just here to help people. So it doesn't matter how you get in touch with me. Just get in touch with me, and we can, uh, we can start that process. But it, you, you've got to heal. You know what I'm saying? One of the things I've said is uh, – Never let insignificant men play a significant role in your life. You know, a lot of times women are dealing with guys who are immature, men who are weirdos, men who are losers, who've done them wrong, and that man and how that man treated her will have a significant effect on how she views other men. That's not fair to the new man. It's not fair to yourself. Why allow a loser to, to mess your whole life up? 
one of the things I said online, it seems to be, a, it's always a popular post when I put it up. I said it takes a strong woman to walk away from a toxic, dead-end relationship with her head held high and her dignity intact. What, what do I mean by that last part? Because a lot of women miss that. You know, it's any, any a, a weak woman can get hurt and lash out and be vindictive or, you know, violent. I don't, I, I don't really classify strong, that, uh, women that do that as strong women. I said it takes a strong woman to just walk away with her dignity intact and her head held high, meaning dignity intact, meaning you're not cussing him out. You're not putting him on blast. You're not taking screenshots and trying to expose him for whatever. You know what I mean? You're not, you're not doing all that. Because you're stronger than that. Because watch this. The real loss is his loss of you walking out of his life. When you value yourself enough to understand, hey, I don't got to slash his tires. I had a woman slash my tires back in the day. I was in college. A woman who remained nameless slashed my tires. I'm like, yo, what the heck? This is a nice car. You're going to slash my tires? The reason why, because for her, walking away wasn't enough. That didn't hurt me. She, well, I mean, she was right. It didn't hurt me. It wouldn't have hurt me. But she knew I loved that car, so she slashed the tires. So that hurt. You see what I'm saying? But when you value yourself enough to know, I'm the prize. So when I walk away, that's payback enough. A lot of women, don't, they, don't, they don't even view themselves in that way. What Jasmine Sullivan said, I, bu- I bust the windows out your car? Because she knows she didn't value herself. I've literally seen women put sugar in the gas tanks of men. I, I saw that with my own eyes. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Why are you doing that? She didn't value herself enough to know, I don't got to do this. All I got to do is walk away. One of the things I said, I've had women, and some of y'all know, back when I was doing the show, I had a couple of co-hosts. But y'all know back in the day, live on air, this was, what was this, like oh oh five oh six. Live on air, a woman called into the show. This same show, you guys listen, the original Urban Podcast, a woman said, she said, wow, you know what? I've been listening to you guys talk, and I was one of those women. You know, in fact, had I not been listening to you guys, I was going to kill myself. This was live on air. This wasn't a to- this was someone like out west, out in California listening somewhere. She's like, I would have killed myself, though. I didn't value myself. I said, we we prayed for it right there on the show. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, a lot of women, it's, it's so many women I've worked with privately that have said, you know, I, I'm thinking about killing myself. You know what I'm saying? A woman called me in the middle of the night one time and said, you know, can we can we set up a session? I'm, I'm not feeling good about how, how I'm feeling about myself, and I'm not sure what, what's going to happen. That she said, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but I know what she meant. You know what I mean? She meant, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. You know, so one of the things I say online is uh, I say never feel like your happiness has to be contingent upon the acceptance of a man. You know what I'm saying? And that's real. You know what I mean? A lot of women, they feel like they're not good enough. They're not worthy if, if a man doesn't accept them. And it won't be men in general. It'll be like one man. He doesn't, they don't want, I've had women say, they don't, why doesn't he want me? What, am I not good enough? I said, no, he's not good enough. This has nothing to do with you. I said, that's not the man that got, I, I, no, I don't even tell him that. I said, well, let me ask you a question. 
based on the way that he treats you, based on the way that, that this whole thing is going, do you feel like that's someone, that's the man that God has for you? Well, no, no, I don't think exactly. So why are you why are you thinking about killing yourself over a God that's clearly not the man that God has for you? She says, well, you're right. Okay, that's true. You're right. I said, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Of course I'm right. And that's what starts the, you know, the the, the whole transition. And that's kind of a good segue into, you know, the spiritual aspect of things. And at the end of the day, we can talk about sexual, we can talk about emotion, but at the end of the day, if someone is not the man that God has for you, what are you wasting your time for? Like a lot of women, they say, well, why am I single? Well, who have you dated that was the man that God had for you? Well, no one. Exactly. So why are you even worried about it? Some women are so upset that none of these relationships have worked out. I, first thing I say was, well, show me which one you wanted to, that you wanted to work out. Show me which one that would have been good if it worked out. Which one was the man that God had for you? Which show me his Facebook profile. Well, no, I haven't had it yet. Exactly. So then why are you beating yourself up about guys that really have no business in your life, guys that were ultimately sent from, from the enemy? These are very important questions that a lot of people are not asking. You know, you got these relationship guys, these 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 gurus, but are they asking the important questions of, hey, wh- you know, what are you doing to break some of these soul ties? You know what I'm saying? What's your relationship with God like? You know what I'm saying? What you know, soul ties? I mean, I, it's, you know, I did a show, a whole two hour show many years ago on. On soul ties, Google it. Just Google soul ties on the Day Don Tolbert. I don't have a time. I don't have time to get into it today. But uh, you know they're real. You know, and we, <clears throat> you, the more people you have sex with, the more ties they're going to be formed. And you know, it just has a, it has a, like I said earlier, uh, uh, what you do sexually will, will affect you spiritually. So it's kind of hard for God to bless you with the man that He has for you when you're constantly in these non-godly. Situations You know Another thing Just going in a different direction A lot of women say Well why am I single So okay well What kind of man do you want You know What kind of What kind of husband Are you are you seeking They say well You know I, I'd like someone who, who has a relationship With God Somebody who's honest You know Someone who goes to church And that's what You'd be surprised That's what most women Will say No matter What they're doing sexually No matter what their Facebook or IG Or TikTok page Looks like that will be the first thing they'll say. I want someone who's honest and someone who has a relationship with God. I said, okay, cool. I said, so, but if you go on their page, and this is where it becomes controversial, these be the same women who are out there defending homosexuality, who got a gay best friend, who are out there advocating for the transgender agenda. Like, you feel like all this stuff that is clearly not of God Stuff that, however, has become more popular over the years, specifically since Obama has been in office. Stuff that the black community has become has become cool to accept. This whole gay this whole gay thing that that has become a thing that women have adopted. It's like, wow, okay, I want to be cool. I want to be politically correct. I want to be socially accepted. So let me let me be cool with certain things that God is not cool with, but I'm cool with it. But yet, I want a godly man. Well, how does that work? You know what I'm saying? How are you cool with things that God is not cool with, but you want a godly man? What kind of godly man is going to say, okay, I'm cool with this, or I want you, but you're cool with this? 
That's not going to really go too well. In fact, it's not going to happen at all. So then you wonder why you attract Tyrone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You 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 attract attracting Tyrone from the block. You know when you really want to attract the dude that's the the, the pastor's you know right hand man or the or the or the head of the, the 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 music ministry at your church, but you out here making your prof uh, your Facebook profile picture the the colors of the, of, the, of the rainbow. You know what I mean? Like, come on, get that rainbow off your page. I'm just see see these are the things that become uncomfortable. These are the things that your pastor won't even tell you about. These are the things that your pastor is afraid to talk, preach about. These are the things that the relationship the the author won't write about because they won't sell books. But the but these are the again the real reasons. Look at the top of the page. The real reasons that you're single. You know, a lot of times people get into the church. They say, well, it's become cool to bash the church. It's become cool to, to call all pastors corrupt. Well, I don't go to church, but they, they just want the tithes and offerings for themselves so he can drive a big Mercedes and this and that. But it's like, that's not all pastors. And if that's all pastors, you shouldn't be going to that church. Just go to a church that you feel comfortable with where you can trust the pastor. You want a, you, I mean, really, just think about it. You want to be, see, love is not something you find. Let's be clear about that. Love is not something that you find. You don't just find love on the street, on the ground or somewhere. You don't find it. It doesn't just happen. You are blessed with it. You are blessed by God. God is the only person that can send you love. So we got to be clear about that. So you can't have this worldly, you know, view. You can't have this worldly way of being and expect to be blessed with love by God. It just, it, it, you know, it doesn't happen that way. But yet, everyone in their mom wants to be bashing the church. Everyone in their mom wants to be cool and say, well, I'm, I don't go to church. I'm just, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just spiritual. You don't have to go to church to love God. You don't, you don't have to read the Bible. The Bible was written by a man. You'd be surprised. All types of stuff I hear. It's like, well, are you even a Christian? Like, what are you saying? But you want a Christian man. When you're, the things that you're saying are not even Christian themselves. That's like being a Muslim talking about, you, you know, can I, can I ruff, ruffle some feathers? I'm about to get out of here in a little bit, but let me just ruffle some feathers. Everybody's, oh, man, I can't wait to get Trump out of here. Trump this, Trump that. You know, anybody but Trump. Uh, who are you voting for? I'm voting for Joe Biden. I'm glad Bernie finally dropped out so I can vote for Joe Biden. Oh, okay. Well, see, here's the thing. The problem with that is is this. You know, when you have a liberal, and that doesn't matter, you know, who it is, but a liberal agenda. First of all, we live in a liberal society. So when you have a president in office with a liberal agenda, things are going to, you might hate Trump, but trust and believe if Clinton would have won, if Joe Biden wins, things are going to look a whole, whole, whole heck of a lot different when it comes to stuff like homosexuality, transgenderism, Satanism, you know, um, you know stuff in the, in the school curriculum. Like, stuff is already bad, but a liberal agenda, abortion, like, oh, man. Like, I'm just trying to tell you all, it, it's going to get worse from a spiritual standpoint than it's ever been if we, the next time we have a liberal in office, and that's a fact. 
These are these are all, this is the liberal agenda again. Homosexuality, gay rights, this and that, transgender rights, all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Abortion. These are things that are not, you know, of God. These are things that God is not happy with. But that's the main, one of the main differences between liberal versus conservative. That doesn't make you, oh, you're a Trump supporter. Nah, guess what? I'm not a Trump supporter, but I'm glad Trump is in office versus Hillary Clinton. Oh, you damn right. You damn right. And I don't have a problem saying that. Because I know what the liberal agenda is. So, again, not to, make, not to politicize this whole thing, but whatever you believe, you have, it has to coincide with God's beliefs if you want a godly man. That's all. It's, it's very simple. You know? So one, one last thing. I'm going to wrap it up in a little bit. But one of the things I wanted to emphasize whether we're talking spiritually, whether we're talking emotionally, whether we're talking sexually. First of all, I'll say, ladies, know your worth and, and don't settle for being one of many, but instead be his one and only. And the reason I say that is because a lot of times women get into this thing where they base their actions off the actions of the man. And watch this, they base their actions off the actions of a loser man, a man who's not even viewing them in the right way. What am I saying? So they say, oh, okay, he's playing these games. He's playing these games. So he's dating this, he's dating this woman or that woman. So I'm going to date this guy and that guy and that guy. It's like when in reality, you could be dealing with someone who you're actually his one and only. Wouldn't that be better, you know what I'm saying, than having to play this game and one of the things I'll tell you is that God is not the author of confusion. So if you're looking for love and you're trying, you're having a hard time and you're wondering why, like, hey, why am I, you know, going through these issues? Ask, just simply ask yourself, hey, am I his one and only? You know, is God, you know, in this, you know, or is this someone who is sent to distract and destroy me? It's probably going to be the latter if there's confusion involved. You know, it's deep, man. Like I said, it's deep. And this is this is listen, this is this has been a two-hour show. I haven't done a two-hour show in a while. But as you see, I used to do three-hour shows. Y'all remember that? I used to do three-hour shows. And those three hours go by quick. I could do a three-hour show right now and just keep going and with no problem. You know, I'm not gonna do that. But that just kind of goes to show you how much stuff there is. You know what I mean? So how much information there is. And misinformation that there is also about the real reasons why you're single. You know, you can turn on the TV and they'll tell you, oh, you got to do this, do that, open one of these ridiculous books, oh, do this, go on YouTube, find any number of guys telling you what you're doing wrong and how to get. But the reality is, ask yourself when you next time you see that stuff, how much stuff you heard today that you've never heard before and never will hear again. You know what I'm saying? That's what you got to factor in. So, like I said, not to belabor it, guys, I appreciate you listening in. Um, add me or follow me on Facebook. Um, follow me on uh, YouTube. I got a whole bunch of old YouTube videos on there with a lot of good information. That's YouTube, Ask Daydon. Um, follow me on uh, Instagram, at Daydon Tolbert. Um, like I said, I'm, not on, I'm on TikTok, but I don't, you know what I'm saying? I just got, like, one video on there uh, and nothing crazy. Um, Add yourself to the Friends of the Daydown Tolbert Show group. 
Um, you know, there's a lot of great discussions in there on a, on a regular basis. And last but not least, if you want to, like I said, man, if you, earlier, if y'all want to um, find love, I've helped, y'all know me, I've helped literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of women over the years, at, like, literally find love. So email me, askdaydon at Gmail, um, set up a free emotional availability assessment. Well, I'll tell you three things. I'll tell you three, let me just say three things on this emotional availability assessment. And many of you have done these assessments, and you know this will sound familiar to you. But I'll tell you three things. I'll tell you, one, how you view yourself. That's the first thing you'll learn. In 30 minutes, I will tell you exactly how you view yourself. Two, I will tell you how men view you. You know what I mean? And then the, the third thing will be, it, you know, it'll just be a culmination of what needs to happen, you know, to get you to where you want to be, it, it, you know, in the love department. So, guys, man, I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Uh, I would apologize for being so long-winded, but I can't because I know that this information was, was necessary to, to many people, many specifically many women. So um, uh, I was going to say uh, share this video, share this broadcast, um, you know, Cash App, TRC Worldwide, if you feel so led. And uh, I can't say when I'll be next live or live next, but, you know, follow me and, you, and you'll see, man. I appreciate you.
Don't hold